We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. For boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-H-N-N-Bet.com to start winning. It's Big Blue Banter, the answer to all your Giants matters. From run game to coaching to Bob Shepard's timbre. Hosted by Dan Schneier, analysis on fire. A Giants fan since day one, now preaching to the choir. Joined by Nick Filato, breakdowns with bravado. Passing you the facts like he passes on gelato. From just outside New York, a couple football dorks. A killer podcast when Dan says receiver corpse. They do the play-by-play, dropping almost every day. These experts know the X and O's just like Danny O'Shea. They do the review of the All-22, dissecting every throw. O.C.U. Minora lit up in Venora when he was a guest on the show. So there you have it, a podcast for Giants fans who are rabid, who can't wait for Sundays, the NFC East, the Fantasy League standings. We'll see you back here. It's Big Blue Banter. Hey everyone, welcome to the Big Blue Banter podcast. I am Nick Filato, and unfortunately, as much as he wanted to be here, Dan Schneier could not make this recording, but we should be having another reaction podcast dropping before the all 22 to break down this 38 to 11 debacle against the los angeles rams we can hope we can get that done but if not we'll be here for all of those all 22 breakdowns that we love to do despite the fact that the giants do not make it easy for us i have to be honest i wasn't expecting a victory in this game against a team that was four and one heading into MetLife Stadium that was clicking on all cylinders. Matt Stafford is a significant upgrade over Jared Goff. Sean McVay is one of the best offensive minds in football. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. We can go on and on. My, oh my, can things not get any worse for the New York Giants? A 38-11 thrashing at the hand of Sean McVay and the Rams, a team traveling from the west to east for a 1 o'clock start. But who am I kidding? The Rams could have traveled from Mars, and they still would have beat the brakes off the Giants. Let's get this out of the way, though. For starters, yes, the Giants are insanely cursed right now in terms of injuries. There's no denying that, and it is a legitimate excuse. 
They were without Saquon Barkley, Darius Slayton, Kenny Galladay, Blake Martinez, who was done for the season, Darius Williams, although Darnay Holmes looked pretty solid out there, and anyone and everyone who ever claimed to be a left guard for this team. They're hurt. We get it. However, there's more to this dysfunction than just injuries. Every team deals with injuries, some worse than others. Not every team gets embarrassed in front of their home stadium. Not every team has a point differential of 82 to 31 in the last two games. Not every team continues to surrender late touchdowns to conclude the first half, further derailing the overall chances of the said team to win the football game. You know who does that? Bad football teams. Bad football teams jump off sides to negate a missed field goal. Bad football teams can't compete against good football teams, and that's the Giants over the last two weeks. The New Orleans upset seems like an eternity ago, and it might as well be at this point. Things just didn't seem like they could get any worse, but the spiral beyond mediocrity continues swirling down the proverbial drain right now, and it's absolutely insane. Who else, who else saw the first offensive play of this game and said, while looking around the room with neck pulled back in worry, doing that whole kind of face. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. I did. Billy Price, Nate Solder, and the left side of the line all having some form of a protection breakdown leading to Jones getting annihilated. A terrible way to start the game at home, but somehow on that drive, the Giants scored. They kicked a field goal. However, on that same drive, it was filled with a fair share of bad mistakes. Sterling Shepard dropping the screen pass, Dante Pettis dropping the out route. Just can't have those kind of mistakes. And then, of course, Kadarius Tony has three catches for 36 yards on that opening drive, and he ends up leaving with that ankle injury. Hopefully, Tony is okay. It stinks. You know he was going to be so heavily involved in this game plan, and then he ends up getting injured. That's a huge part of what's going on right now, but it's not everything, as I said a little bit earlier. But that second quarter, man, an absolute albatross, a 28-point offensive onslaught that was paired with three Daniel Jones turnovers, three of his four. The Giants' defense actually, in the beginning of this game, kind of played pretty well. The first two Rams drives resulted in two third-down sacks that forced punts, something we've been clamoring for, something we wanted Leonard Williams to display. And he had a sack and a half there, along with a half a sack from Dexter Lawrence on those two drives. But that first touchdown drive by the Rams, the touchdown to Bobby Trees himself, where Cooper Cup cleared out the drag and the defense had a miscommunication. Julia Love failed to get over the top of Cup, resulting in an easy touchdown for Mr. Woods. There was a big 28-yard gain on that drive by Cup that seems to be a microcosm of this giant season. The Rams took back-to-back penalties on that drive, an illegal block from Van Jefferson, and then a false start, which resulted in a first and 20. Henderson, on that first and 20, ripped off a 9-yard run to set up a second and 12. Still not a great situation from the offense. But Matt Stafford hit Cup on a deep corner route with three freaking Giants defenders around him. This Giants defense, who was playing well up till this point, was gifted two penalties from the Rams, and they allowed a 28-yard catch on a second and long. And then just a few plays later, Woods finds the end zone. And the Rams are just pulling everything out. They're doing play-action boots. They're finding their tight end in the flats easily. They're running the football. I mean, it's just entirely too frustrating to see this team, the Giants, play this poorly through six games. Giants went all in for this push with Daniel Jones. And their key pieces are either injured or they're just not living up to expectations right now. 
Not to mention the continuity of this team has seemingly just regressed so heavily. It's incredibly unfortunate. But those expectations, they weren't all that lofty to begin with. If we're going to be honest, I mean, what were our expectations? Be competitive? Don't be done by October? Maybe push for the divisional crown in a division that was historically bad last season? But no. It's mid-October, and the Giants have one freaking win at the moment. One. That's it. No plurality, just a singular win. The strength and character of this locker room will really be put to the test over the next coming weeks. Leonard Williams, he had one of his best games of the season, and after the game, he commented saying that he hated hearing the boos from the home fans and that it gets to him. And you know what? I agree with him. That sucks. But those boos turn into cheers when acceptable product is presented on the football field, and the Giants are far from an acceptable product at the moment. The future of Dave Gettleman, possibly Daniel Jones, and this coaching staff aren't certain beyond this season, other than the fact that Daniel Jones is going to be on the roster next year, but his long-term security is what I'm more so referring to. I would imagine judges brought back next year, but this is an embarrassing start to the season for John Mara, Steve Tisch, and everyone who follows this franchise. They were outgained 365 to 261. They lost time of possession. They turned the football over four times, and most of their yardage was all in garbage time. They couldn't do anything against the Rams. And this isn't the Rams defense under Brandon Staley from last year. This Rams defense has some holes in the back end. They lost Troy Hill. They don't have John Johnson anymore. They both left. And now this team is players like Robert Rochelle, who had an interception in this game because Sterling Shepard fell down on a deep dig route. Taylor Rapp played one of the best games of his career. Could have had three or four interceptions, came away with two. Daniel Jones was making mistakes that reminded me of the 2019 Daniel Jones in terms of his carelessness with the football, specifically on the third interception where he just locked on to the deep curl route, to the boundary with a curl flat defender right there. Curl flat defender to the boundary can easily undercut a curl. And that's exactly what he did from that boundary receiver, resulting in an interception. And I realized that the game was about out of the Giants' hands at that moment. But that's still a terrible mistake from a quarterback in his third season, a quarterback that we're hoping as Giants fans can actually be the franchise guy. And I think he has shown glimmers of greatness this year, but there's still a lot of mistakes and there's still a lot of excuses when it comes to Daniel Jones. Some warranted. Yes, his offensive line is not great. Giants football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find New York Giants tickets anymore, because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other sites charge which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. That's right. You guys ever want to just go and see Saquon Barkley hit a 60-yard run? You know I do. Daniel Jones, fine Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay, Darius Slayton deep. Well, if you guys want to see that live, please go and visit TickPick. Dot com and use the promo code BANTER. That's TickPick.com slash BANTER. If you use that today, you can save $10 on your first order of the Giants tickets that you desire. 
please check that out. It's tickpick.com slash banter. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Having Matt Parrott left tackle after Andrew Thomas went down, that is not a great recipe for success. Matt Parrott does not have a great handle on how and where to set and how to mirror pass rushers up the arc. He commits his hips way too early and gets his hips and shoulders turned, allowing a softer edge for these pass rushers to just flatten and corner to the quarterback. And we've seen this last year from Matt Parrott. We saw in this game a lot of Giants fans, including myself, were saying, hey, look, we got to see what Matt Parrott can do out there because Nate Solder has been terrible. And you know what? Nate Solder wasn't great in this game, but Matt Parrott is not ready to start. And this guy was a top 100 pick, third round selection by Dave Gettleman and this staff. I didn't hate the pick whatsoever, but he doesn't look ready to play football right now in terms of being a consistent starter. And it's just been a nightmare. And Andrew Thomas, somebody who a lot of Giants fans and just people who cover the NFL were all over after last season. It was a really rough rookie season despite his late season, I guess you could say, progression. He is by far and away the best offensive lineman on this team, and he's dinged up right now. I don't know the extent of the injury as of yet, but hopefully we'll get an answer with that. Sterling Shepard had 10 catches in this game for 76 yards, a lot of them in garbage time. And Kadarius Toney, we don't know how long that injury is going to be. Daniel Jones finished 242 yards, 29 of 51, three interceptions. What is the decision going to be at the end of the season on this guy's fifth-year option? We don't know that through six games right now. But you know what we do know? The Giants are 1-5. and five. Giants are 1-5, and five, and they still have to play both the teams that represented their respective conferences in the Super Bowl last season, in the Buccaneers and the Chiefs in a couple weeks. you got Carolina coming up right? You have the Panthers coming to MetLife Stadium, a team with a quarterback who also turns the football over. This, and I can't believe I'm saying it, but this is a very winnable game. Carolina lost the last three games, and they have not looked all that promising. The defense does. 
I will say that. Special teams always coming up with plays. But that offense doesn't look all that promising right now. But the Giants are the Giants. And that unfortunately means they're not playing good football. They're not overly disciplined. They're not reliable on defense. And outside of a quarter and a half of football, they haven't assembled any quality football for a sustained period of time this season. It's ugly. And Giant fans deserve better. John Mara should be the first to admit that. This is just another disappointing season from this team. It's obnoxious at this point. I get it. When it rains, it pours. Bad luck never comes alone. If it rains at 11, it will last till 7. Pick your idiom. It doesn't matter. As I frequently say, football is a results-oriented business, and the results of the Giants have been more than dismal for several seasons. This can't continue, and the Giants need some sort of change heading forward in the future. As for 2021, we will see what this team thinks of this coaching staff and how their effort looks going forward. And I guess we just have to turn that proverbial page, look at Carolina, and say, well, maybe we could be 2-5. and five. Because you have to kind of try to look at this glass half full at this point. And if you don't want to, totally get that. The Giants have not earned that whatsoever. But the Giants have two picks. So you can start looking forward to the draft. It's looking like the Giants are going to have a top six pick just with themselves. Bears luckily lost to the Green Bay Packers. Hopefully they continue to lose. I do not know who will be making those selections come April for the New York Giants. But I do know this team needs something different this team has just been stagnant this team has not been great this team has been an absolute disaster in 2021 given the expectations that were levied in their direction after all the spending and free agency and now they're one in five we'll have to look forward to the future all right everybody this was a quick big blue banter breakdown of the new york giants 38 to 11 loss I also heard from Scott Hansen, and this is interesting, I'm not 100% sure how accurate it is, but I heard that there has never been a final score in any NFL game of 38-11. to And if that's true, I heard this from Scott Hansen on NFL Red Zone, if that is true, that is insane because there have been a lot of football games. But this is the podcast. I am Nicholas Filato signing off. Dan Schneier wishes he could be here. We'll be back really shortly to break down what actually transpired on Sunday against this Rams team. Terrible loss, and we'll talk to you soon.